Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, this is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a very official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. What's up? What's up? <laughs> uh, the Titans got a dub for your birthdays, what's up? Yeah, they did, uh, fifth straight win. I fired to that. Fifth straight, we're five and two, how do you feel? I feel good. Uh, definitely, I think the guys feel good. I think Malik feels good. I think uh, everyone on that team just feels good right now. And they're going into Kansas City with some momentum on Sunday night. Yeah, dude, they won 17-10 to 10 against the Texans at NRG Stadium. I will say the Titans, I feel like they gave up a touchdown at the end of the game. I never want to see the other opponent score any points. So I was a little frustrated that they got a touchdown. But, I mean, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, a win is a win. So I'm glad the Titans at least won the game. A hundred percent. The defense just absolutely balled out on this past Sunday. Jim Wyatt reported that the 161 yards allowed by them on Sunday was their sixth best defense performance during the team's Titans era since 1999 and the best since the Pittsburgh Steelers totaled 127 yards against them on September 19th, 2010. Hey, that was my birthday. Yeah. That's funny. Our birthdays were kind of mixed in there. Yeah, dude. I mean, just the defense was on fire. Oh, yeah, it definitely was. Again, they took advantage of Houston's young offense, just still like working in with some new coaches, and I think they did a great job. Jeffrey Simmons had some pretty big numbers last year for a defensive tackle. He had eight and a half sacks, 12 tackles for a loss, and 16 QB hits in 2021. This year, He's on pace to smash those numbers. He's had five and a half sacks so far this season, on pace for 13 and a half, six tackles for losses, 15 tackles for losses pace, and nine QB hits, on pace for 22 QB hits. He's just amazing. I mean, just putting up, like you said, those huge numbers. He's just a force. Absolutely a force, just like Derrick Henry is a force. Yes, definitely. And uh, another notable thing from this past Sunday was Malik Willis, his first career start in the NFL on Sunday. He was pretty shaky in the first half, you know, getting getting in rhythm. But during the second half, he did find that ry- rhythm eventually and with the run game in the second half. And he's 1-0 and now in his career starts in the NFL. That's pretty amazing. That's really amazing. So, you know, we've obviously talked about um, some really big plays or things that have happened during the game. What was your favorite play? Derek's uh, 75th career touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of goes right into, I would say that's mine as well, um, but that goes right into what we usually call NFL trivia. But today we're calling it Derrick Henry NFL trivia. From NFL research on Twitter, the most career games with 200 plus rush yards and a rush touchdown since 1950 is Derrick Henry with six. Derrick Henry against the Texans with four. That cracks me up. I mean, that's just against a franchise. It's almost safe to say that he owns the Texans. Yeah, I think he owns the whole AFC South, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And with that, there's a stat from the NFL and CBS that showed up during the game. Dehen is the only player in NFL history. How long has NFL been around? Over 100 years. Dang, dude. He's the only player in NFL history with 200 plus rush yards in three straight games versus a single opponent. LaDainian Tomlinson of the San Diego Chargers, Barry Sanders of the Detroit Lions, Jim Brown of the Cleveland Browns all tied for three. So Derrick Henry with six against the Texans with four and then against those guys with or those guys are all tied for three. Also, Derrick Henry is now number two 
in the NFL for rushing yards with 755 behind Nick Chubb with 779. So that's, what, 24 yards difference? Yeah, that is. He'll easily make that up, I think, this week. And according to Next Gen Stats, he also leads the NFL in carries with 568 in yards with 2,646 and touchdowns with 45 against stacked boxes since entering the league in 2016. The only player to come close to him in yards is Ezekiel Elliott of the Cowboys with 1,618. And the king himself, Derrick Henry, also won the AFC Ground Player of the Week this week. Congratulations to him. Big high five. Feels like he wins it every week. He should win it every week, quite honestly. Yeah, definitely. So here's t- it's time for some Titans franchise trivia. Long snapper Morgan Cox has appeared in his 200th game, 189 regular season, and 11 postseason games this past Sunday. From Kayla Anderson of Ramon, Kayla, and Will on 104.5 The Zone, the Titans are currently the only team in the NFL with a five-game winning streak in each of the 2020, 2021, and 2022 seasons. That is a big deal. The only team and everybody every week counts the Titans out. And that's okay. And Derrick Henry scored his 75th touchdown and passed Eddie George, who had 74, to become the top TD scorer in the Titans franchise history. Be sure to check out the story at the new Touchdown King on TennesseeTitans.com. And now it's time for our favorite report. Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridges Report, brought to you by... Mr. Jim Wyatt. (laughs) Yes, and your mom. Take it away, Mr. Jim. This is Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com, and this week's Bridges Report is white jerseys and light blue britches. I love this uniform combo, white over light blue. It's going to look great under the lights in Kansas City. It's going to be loud, but it's going to be great if we walk out of Arrowhead Stadium with, with a big W. And I love the fact that it's so different from Kansas City, obviously. I mean, would they wear, what what would they normally wear? Like white pants and red jerseys? Maybe, but since this is a primetime game, they might wear all red. That's what they usually wear on primetime games. Like red pants? Yep. Or britches? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, this will definitely stand out. I love it. I forget that it's Sunday night. So, listener... It's a Sunday night game, Sunday night football, like Carrie Underwood says, waiting all day for Sunday night. Yes. Cheesy. And as always, it's not a britches report without some stats from our friend Titans Uni Tracker on Twitter. The Titans haven't worn these uniforms in a regular season game since week nine in 2019 versus Carolina. And this is also the uni that the Titans wore in the amazing comeback playoff win in Kansas City on January 6th, 2018. The last combinations against the Chiefs is light blue over navy on November 10th, 2019, white over navy on January 19th, 2020. That was a sad game. (laughs) And then uh, light blue over navy on October 24th, 2021 and that was an epic game you can find them both on twitter and instagram at jwyattsports and at titans uni and be sure to check out all the amazing articles that jim wyatt puts out on tennesseetitans.com and if you ever have a question for him be sure to go to the ask jim tab on the titan site 
and get those questions into him, and you may be featured in his Tuesday or Saturday edition of The Mailbag. Shout out to Jim Wyatt and Titans Uni. Well, we're doing a little rebranding mid-season. It's time for Kaysen's forecast and his keys to the game. Take it away, Kaysen. Thank you. Whoever wins this game will have the tiebreaker over the other, which will be crucial, especially in the playoff formatting. This is a rematch of the 2019 AFC Championship game, Heartbreaker. We were up 17-7. Um, couldn't come back from that one as Kansas City just rolled to a 35-24 um, to victory over the Titans. That, that game, I think, is still tough to swallow for some fans, just knowing that you were one game away from going to the Super Bowl after starting 2-4. and four, um, And it was just 11 points. And you were up by 10. So it's just still a tough pill to swallow. But knowing this team right now, how we can still win close games. While it might not be high scoring, we can still win close games. Um, that's definitely a big part in this Titans team. And it'll be crucial as we continue to go into the season. The Chiefs' uh, only two losses are to the Bills and the Colts. Wait, what? They lost to the Colts? Oh, yeah, they did. That was such a fluke. And they beat the Raiders by one point. So this team is very beatable, but you need to have a very good offense and consistently keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. And that means keeping the drive going, but also scoring points. Patrick Mahomes is very good at coming back, and the Chiefs are just so good at winning close games. Your offense has to be really productive, and that's what the Titans... haven't been doing this year they've been struggling it's just been really inconsistent from the offense and if we're gonna win this Sunday and keep the winning streak going we we have to have that and that's my first key consistent offense the Titans again their offense has just been so inconsistent I get it Malik starting last week uh first ever start but against the Colts and Ryan Tannehill's last start which he hopefully will start against the Chiefs in his last start We only were able to score 19 points, and our only touchdown was from a defensive pick six. We have to score offensive touchdowns in the first half and the second half. We can't get too confident. We can't do what we've been doing, Uh, have a big lead in the first half, then play prevent, prevent, prevent in the second half. That that can't happen against this Kansas City team. So we're really going to have to just tighten up and not make uh, any mistakes because it will be crucial in punishing against the Chiefs. My second key is keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, and that is by, one, not giving him many opportunities, uh, a lot of three and outs. I mean, that's hard to do against Kansas City, but I think it is possible. I think a lot of teams have done it, and another thing is just having long drives on offense and scoring points. That's what keeps him off the field. That's what doesn't get him to score a lot of points. And our secondary, they have to be consistent in this. And my final key is avoid the noise. It gets loud, and I mean loud in Kansas City. Um, They have broken records on the loudness in the stadium. The loudest stadium. It's known as the loudest stadium in the world. So That's incredible. Oh, yeah. They are really passionate about their Chiefs. Um, There's going to be a lot of silent counts in this game for Ryan Tannehill, pretty much where he goes up to the offensive line. And the receivers, just to get the play in, the missionary, they know the play and that they can hear him. Well, that's if he plays. Because as of right now, as of this recording, we don't know yet what he's going to look like. And it might be a game time decision or it might be up until Friday. Possibly. Um, But whoever's starting at quarterback, there's going to be a lot of silent counts. And it is going to get loud in Kansas City and if, if Malik does start, I, we, we really do not want that to get to his head and um, make him lose confidence. So, Well, I'm excited. 
I'm nervous. I think it's going to be the game to watch. And fingers crossed that it's, uh, you know, going to be favorable for us. Again, a, a win is a win, like you said earlier. Doesn't matter what the points are at the end of this, at, at the end of the game, as long as the Titans have more than the Chiefs. That would make me very happy. Definitely. <laughs> Well, listener, you can find us on TennesseeTitans.com on the audio tab and on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kaysen. Thank you so much for tuning in, listener. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough. And beat the Chiefs. Let's go.